The easiest way to edit a podcast for audio storytellers is by simplifying your storytelling devices, music, and tools. But simple isn't always good. And in fact, it can be quite boring. So the only way to easily produce a great podcast is by using a storytelling framework and process that you can duplicate. This month, I want to walk you through what you should consider in your storytelling framework and your production process to help make creating a great podcast as seamless as possible. Hi, my name is Zuri Berry, and this is Podcasting with Zuri, a podcast about the craft of audio storytelling and how you can use podcasts to enhance your brand. So what's the easiest way to edit a podcast? First up, know what goes into it. Your first consideration as a content creator is often about building your brand, talking to an interesting person, or telling the story of something that's important to you. As you prepare to take on podcasts, you should know what you want from each episode. That's what a storytelling framework is for, which I explained in detail back in May to describe the podcast interview framework. I'll link that in the show notes. I wrote, a podcast interview framework is a structure you give your audio, including when you ask certain questions, when to include music or sound effects, and when to include other material like natural sound or gathered interviews to build a more compelling story. Your basic interview podcast has its own framework, but it lacks specific storytelling devices. For example, a basic interview will have music to start the show, a host introduction, dialogue with a guest, and then music to close the show. It's very simple. It doesn't have a specific storytelling goal other than maybe a good conversation held by two or more charismatic people. And it's for this very reason I emphasize better audio storytelling during the podcast development process. A framework provides more instructions for the podcaster to create engaging content. Those instructions include having a hook, identifying a conflict or complication, building tension through insight, a climax, and some sense of resolution. That's what I wrote back in May. Now, I want to emphasize the latter points here so you can simplify your podcast framework and create stories quickly and easily. The framework can be simplified by knowing exactly what goes into each story or episode. So let's start with those storytelling devices. Identifying the conflict or complication. The conflict or complication is the excuse to talk about it, whatever it is. Your complication is set up by your hook, which I'll explain shortly, and describes the purpose of your episode and what you plan to discuss. For example, I recently hosted a panel discussion on how to recession-proof your news business for the Pivot Fund. Our complication or conflict was preparing for a potential recession in the news business. You'll notice that was made clear by the title of the episode. You should identify the conflict or complication you're raising before the episode is even recorded. If you're doing it right, you'll either know this innately or you'll be compiling prompts that address different problems in your industry. So it's best to write down the conflict or the complication you're trying to address so you don't stray from it as you build your episode. Your hook. Your podcast hook can come in many forms, but its primary function is to draw your listener in and engage them as you start your episode. Common hooks are relaying happenings in the news or your industry, but they can also be short stories that represent themes you're trying to introduce and clips from an interview you've conducted to tease the discussion. The bottom line is that all hooks 
should stimulate your audience's curiosity to keep them listening. In my panel discussion, the hook for the show was a recent announcement by the former Boston Fed chair that a recession was looming, paired with news of additional cuts in the news industry. That allowed me to introduce my complication. The hook served as an introductory story to set up the conflict and engage my audience on familiar terms by describing the threatening nature of the economy. The word threatening hints at what's important here. The hook can be funny. It can be sad. It can inspire joy. It can be outrageous. It can induce FOMO, the fear of missing out. And it can be scary, which was the purpose of my hook. I needed to tap into the economic fears of news publishers. And luckily, that's not hard to do. Your hook needs to pull on an emotional string for it to be effective in engaging your audience. So to simplify your podcasting process, identify your hook early on, attach it to an emotion you want to trigger, and write it down. Having a solid hook helps ease the rest of the storytelling process. Some options for hooks include an anecdote, a soundbite, a news item, or natural sound. And some emotional triggers you might want to tap into include humor, Sadness, joy, anger, and fear. Insights. Insights are the nuggets of info and takeaways your audience will get from listening to your podcast. You'll want to craft your script or questions for each episode so your audience has valuable or actionable insights. These insights can be revelatory or just entertaining. Once again, stealing from my panel conversation, I wanted my audience to walk away with actionable tips. So I asked questions about what newsrooms could do to be better stewards of their money. Insights are the value you or your guests provide throughout the podcast episode, the knowledge transfer we expect of podcasters interested in thought leadership. So to make editing your podcast as easy as possible, think about your script and your questions in terms of the insights and value that your audience will get out of it. Have at least three points you'll want to address and then center your questions around digging deeper into those three points. Climax. The climax for your podcast is your chief insight. It's the biggest takeaway for your audience that you want them to learn or ponder. It should directly address your problem or complication now that you've explored it through the script or interview. You'll want to zero in on your chief insight before you script your episode because it'll need to be supported by the previous insights you discussed. It'll also help you transition to your resolution, which I want to explain now. This is where you resolve the problem or complication and add your own thoughts if you're conducting an interview. It's your opportunity to be reflective and forward thinking. It's also where all of the thought leadership takes place. And there are other audio elements. Now that you have your storytelling devices written down, you can identify where and when to incorporate music and sound effects, as well as other audio elements. Use music to transition from your hook to your interview or your interview to your resolution. Use sound effects to transition from one insight to the next. And use your transitions to find space for calls to action, including ads and promotions. So to summarize, I want you to use this list of questions to produce your storytelling framework for your podcast. What problem or complication am I addressing? What's my hook? What insights do I want my audience to get or think about? What is my chief insight or takeaway? For my resolution, how do I want my audience to think about the problem or complication moving forward? 
And what other audio elements am I going to include in my podcast? When done right, you can template your storytelling in a word processing document or project management tool to answer each of these questions and fast track your production planning. But that's not all. You also have to have a rock solid process. If you've got your storytelling framework together, you can move on to the next part of planning your podcast. And that includes script writing, interviewing, and post-production. For your script writing, pay close attention to your hook and the insights you want to develop, particularly your chief insight. Sometimes it's easier to think about your script by starting with where you want to end, such as the resolution. So don't feel bad starting from where you feel comfortable. Just make sure you script something for every portion of the interview. Recording and interviewing. Refer to your script when interviewing guests. Make sure you touch on all your insights before you move on to your chief insight or climax. Don't leave any stone unturned before moving on to your resolution. A key point of confusion for new content creators is whether they should ask every question they write down. That depends entirely on the interview. If your guest answers a question that you intended to ask, either move on or ask them to expand on that point. Remember that if you're focused on storytelling, you can record any introduction, anecdote, or natural sound separately. During the production process, you can even elect to use a soundbite from your interview to serve as your hook. So the important part is focusing on the interview or the recording and making sure you're addressing all the points that you're trying to make or the insight you're trying to get. And post-production. Okay, now you've got a half hour, hour, or sometimes more worth of audio to dig through. How should you handle it? The easiest way to edit a podcast in post-production is to use tools that emphasize your podcast purpose. In the case of audio storytelling, you'll want to use a tool that lets you quickly dig into the script and focus on the structure of the story. That's why I use Descript, which lets you edit podcasts by the text of your audio. I'll add a link to the show notes. With Descript, I can quickly search for sound bites, remove filler words like ums and ahs, improve the audio quality, and incorporate multiple audio elements into one multi-track sequence. This saves me time and eases the process dramatically. If I were producing a podcast that didn't require as much editing or focus, I would use tools like Adobe Audition or Hindenburg Pro, which allow me to quickly improve the audio quality and template other aspects of the production. So a big part of making things easier for yourself is having the right tool for the job. Secondarily, in post-production, you want to create a simple process for editing your audio and preparing it for publication. For example, in the production of my client's podcast, I follow these four simple steps. One, audio cleanup. That involves removing filler words, adding a noise gate, EQing voices, and adding other appropriate compression and filters. Two, content edits. This involves cleaning up double speak and other fumbles by the host and guest, as well as reducing content to its best essence, i.e. turning long questions and sentences into short ones, but also plugging the audio into that predetermined script adding the intro, outro, and advertisements and other promotional material. Three, mixing and mastering. Incorporating music and sound effects and preparing the audio for publication by standardizing the sound levels. And finally, four, adding meta content. That includes the title, description, artwork, and show notes for the episode. Once I've gone through all four steps, I can present the audio to the client for approval, 
revisions, and publication. You can create a similar process for yourself. Very simple. It doesn't have to be all four steps. It can just be the three. So the easiest way to edit your podcast is to know what goes into it. Have a rock-solid process and use the best tools for the job. For audio storytellers, what goes into your podcast should include the following. A storytelling framework with a problem you're trying to address, a hook that triggers an emotion, insights you're trying to explore, a chief insight you want your audience to grapple with, and a resolution for how you want your audience to walk away thinking about the problem. Audio elements like music for intros, outros, and transitions, as well as sound effects and calls to action. And your process should include at least three phases, script writing, recording, and post-production. Your post-production phase should include at least three of the four steps I described, the audio cleanup, content edits, and mixing and mastering. If you're doing these basic things, you'll be able to streamline your production process and focus on creativity throughout the episode. That means the best questions, the best anecdotes, the best music, the best transitions, and the best sound bites. That's the easiest way to edit a podcast with audio storytelling in mind. That's it for this episode of Podcasting Missouri. As always, I hope you found some value in it. Please let me know if you did by leaving a comment on this episode in Good Pods or on YouTube. Just search for Podcasting with Zuri. If you're trying to take your podcast to the next level, get in touch with me by visiting zmcpodcast.com. That's zmcpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.